There is no checks in the mail. I'm not eating. Checks in the mail? There's no checks in the mail. What are you thinking? Crazy. Turn me up in the headphones. Can't even hear that. Where's that music at, man? Yeah, turn that nah, I try to yeah, get fired you know. up Hell right yeah. now. There you go. <laughs> Hell yeah. California, featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. That's what my mom calls me, too. First it was not loud enough, and now it's too loud. God damn. Yeah, I don't blow my eardrums out. Spiking Fuck the mic it. already. It's Tuesday. That's us. We're back. It's yeah. been two weeks. It feels like it's been forever since yeah. we did this. Yeah, it feels like a brand new show. Like, <laughs> oh, fuck, what's going on? I was I listening to our boy yesterday uh, from the Dungeon Podcast. D- yeah, D-Rotten. Rotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we need to have Shout him back out to on, D. dude. Shout sure. out, Dean. I'm gonna uh, here's this some. Cut. In fucking New Jersey, yeah, no, no, no. no but like, we can we can Skype him because I'm gonna tell you this, D. When you were here, man, you were stoned out of your mind. And you <laughs> you were like stoned, and after he said, "I want to smoke, man. I, I I won't I won't talk if I'm high." And then like, and, and then it. like one minute later, was like, "Wait, give me that thing. I'll talk right now." <laughs> and then I heard his podcast. I'm like, "That's a different guy. <laughs> That's a totally different guy, dude. We need you back on our shit, man." He was all fucking loud and shit and just like, you know, doing his thing. And, uh, yeah, there was some other cat on there. I think his like name was Rabbit something or Johnny Rabbit or fucking whatever. What's that guy's name that calls in? Uh, Zachary Lopez. Yeah, that oh. cool. He was on that shit. Yeah. He was on there talking. Zach Rabbit Lopez or whatever the fuck. Hilarious. Shout out to Zach for coming out to Boomers hanging out. Hell yeah. Shout out to everyone who, everyone who did came out. It was a yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. fun was good, was time. Good. I got drunk. Johnny did some funny jokes. Everyone yeah. laughed. That was a good set, man. Yeah, it really was. That was a good set. And then, yeah, we met one of his roommates. Cool dude. Cool guy came out there. Sister. Uh, your sister. Yeah. Met your sister yeah, finally. Yeah. See her at the Rumble. Um, September 18th. Is yeah, that the date? Well, Did I get it right yeah, off the top of my head? Oh, shit. Parents she was really cool. Um, yeah, dude. Marlene came out. Marlene. Yeah, yeah, with the one percenter. One percenter. <laughs> with the one percenter, dude. I was like, damn, Marlene, I'll give you all 99% of me. <laughs> she only needs one percent. She only needs one, dude. She she about. That was a good time. Uh, Ray and the Raynettes were out there. Hi. Drinks were being had. Fucking shots were being had. Yeah. It was good shit. It was cool. It was Cherry cool, rig. Man. But yeah, man, we just, you know, fucking, uh, I was talking to you about comedy, about your roommate, and we're going to try to get him on, uh, Mikey, but I was like, man, you know, I had seen him years ago, and, um. This is like the beauty of comedy. I think it's the beauty, I think it's the beauty of anything, in general. And getting Like, even, even like this show. Absolutely. Because there's, there's episodes that we've never aired that we were coming in here for months. And doing them, and it's not that – it's just, you know, there's a chemistry. Sure. And just like the same chemistry that a comic has with the audience mm-hmm. and with the joke development. Because you see guys that you think now that are fucking super funny. You're like, oh, that fucker's fucking funny as fuck. But you don't realize – or when you look up look him up on YouTube or something, you see like, oh, he's been telling that joke for fucking 10 years. Right. You know, working Absolutely. This was been working this story for a long time. Hell of a long time. And then I just recently seen on one of your stories, Mikey doing this joke that I seen him do a while back. I was like, oh, shit. 
He's, it's developed, bro. <laughs> and it was good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that me you know. No, full disclosure. When the first time you came and saw a show that I was at that Mikey was on, <laughs> you were not you were not the biggest fan of Mikey's. Well, is because he has for my roommate Mike is named Mikey McKernan. You can look him up on all the socials. Um, he has a catchphrase "Booha" that he does that absolutely can rub people the wrong way. Wait, wait, wait! Can you do it how he does no, it? No, can't, you can't. No. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I wasn't, yeah, get out of here. Yeah, you have to go see him and get, and get the full experience. Yeah, okay. But I, I got I at the first time I seen it, it maybe because it was something different or I don't know. I just because it is something because he is doing something different. No, it totally. is. It's something. different. And not only that, but I went to see you. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was like, fucking get everybody off. Yeah, yeah, I came yeah, to yeah. see my boy. Like, let me, I want to fucking see this shit. And it was one guy after the other. So, I mean, that that could be a part of it, too. It's when comedy shows, when you go and it's like eight people doing ten minutes each. Like, god damn. Like, there can for sure be some rough spots in those shows where it's like it's like I feel like this show's always supposed to be an hour and a half but I feel like I've been here for three hours already but even the headliner I felt wasn't that good on a show like that sure I mean that probably got picked I don't know who he was he came in he started doing shit and I was like fuck dude I don't even remember I I want to try to get out of here but now I can't because you know he's going to fucking roast me as I'm walking out because I'm right in front of him yeah 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 Yeah. staring him in the face as you stand up as I'm walking out Oh, what am I not funny? That's the best. Whenever people do uh, that, like, oh, thank you for staying for my set. Thank you very much for staying. Yeah. Oh, I'm best. sorry I have an emergency. Someone's dying, asshole. <laughs> that's what I would say. Fuck it, you know? <laughs> but, uh, no, I went to see you, so I don't know. That's part of it, too. You know, I was just like, ah, fuck. And I just, but then, like I said, a couple, maybe a week ago, a couple of days ago, I can't remember. I was watching your, your story on Instagram, and I saw his, and I went to his shit, and I saw him do that joke again, or a version of it. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck, that's fucking funny." Yeah, uh, I see. I see the development because last time I seen him, I think it was it might have been somewhere like five years ago, uh, maybe four, four, four or five, four or five. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it develops. So hey, man, fucking good job, bro. Like, fuck, you know. I mean, can't wait to see you then. Now I can't <laughs> wait to see you, bro. You know. But, yeah, that's out. What happened? Was I too close? They were too good looking for the oh, fucking man, camera. My bro. whole head was taken. Yeah. My big ass head was taking up nah, the whole space. Everybody was like, "Fuck, that is too good looking." Oh, man, I can't hear. I can't listen to a word these fools are saying because that dude is good. You know what's too crazy? Now he's gonna move. Oh, I thought he was gonna move what mine. The fuck. Now he has to move it up. There you go. How do I look? Good. I don't know. Let's so, check it out. Yeah, show me. Put on, Let's put see on. me Let's after see. all that. Let me see yeah. the fucking camera. Hey, who the fuck after. is this asshole up there? I'm yeah, get get Joseph out of here. The Almighty Sheep. A future, a future guest. Hopefully, yeah. There you go. Look oh, that looks that. pretty sweet. Yeah, Look at yeah. right there. I got the Chevy thing in the background and the Hulk. Yeah. A big. Oh, oh, where's that big old dildo that's supposed to be there? Put with no, the, the mask on. Put that up there. Yeah. There, there you go. go. Lucha dildo. That's I don't know. His if, name. I, the, no one's even probably ever noticed that, but now I'm like, so yeah, <laughs> now they're like, oh shit, there's a where's big that dildo, dildo with the lucha mask in front of Hulk? Dude, and then wrestling's been going crazy, bro. I've been noticing a lot of that shit. Two people are leaving. Let me tell you, before... Here we go. Let's talk about wrestling. Um, before... Not a wrestling podcast. Not a wrestling podcast. Look at I go. Hold on. Before you go, I, I'm not as into wrestling as I used to be when yeah, I was younger. But coming here, now I'll be at home and I'm doing something and I'll just turn it on. And now I'll like I get invested because I know you guys know a lot more than I do. 
And so now I try to like get a little bit of info. And so now I'm just noticing all this shit. So I get excited to come in on Tuesday and be like, hey guys, hey, you know what's what up saw? with this shit? <laughs> or, or why the fuck is this guy leaving? Or why are they talking shit on Triple H because he sucks or something like Before it's his the fault. pandemic, I was telling anybody who would listen that wrestling is on its way back to being like mainstream cool. That like people who don't know shit about wrestling are going to start knowing the names of not even like WWE wrestlers. Like fools are going to know the name of MJF and Hangman Page and Cage and all these other dudes that didn't have, didn't work, we're getting, and so like I was saying, I was like a year, year and a half wrestling's going to be huge. And then the fucking pandemic happens and completely changes fucking wrestling. They no audience. And blah, blah, blah. But amazingly coming out of this, AEW, well, the the upstart wrestling promotion, has lost almost no momentum. Like, you figure, like, this young company, they were less than two years old when the pandemic happens. You figure, like, God damn, this shit's going to come to, all their momentum's going to come to a grinding halt. Yeah. And as soon as they were able to start, like, putting people in there, boom, 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 it's go, and it's, I stand by... I mean, there's a new timetable because of the pandemic. Yeah. But I stand by my statement that in a year from now, like wrestling is going to be mainstream Make it cool. cool. Like mainstream cool. I think it's cool. become that because I like I see people wearing shirts now. Especially the Bullet Club started that shit. Like Bullet yeah. Club started like which is a faction. Um, Bullet Club started in Japan, and it was a, a wrestling faction full of gaijin, white guys, white guys in Japan, and they don't do. Like, especially New Japan. They don't do a lot of the stuff that is, like, American wrestling tropes. Like, there's not a lot of outside interference, and there's not a lot of distracting the refs. Like, that shit just doesn't happen in Japanese wrestling. And so Bullet Club started, and they started doing all of that shit. Like, Americanizing Japanese wrestling. And it made them... First, the biggest bad guys that they're ever fucking were like, fuck these guys! And then, like it always does in wrestling, like, if if you're a good enough bad guy... People want to cheer for you, you yeah. know? And then Bullet Club Bullet Club became the fucking baddest thing on the planet. So they were selling Bullet Club shit at Hot Topic for a while. They probably still do. And the way that happened was the Hot Topic people went to WrestleMania. So, like, all the salespeople are at WWE's biggest show of the year. And they're like, all right, here's a list of the, the judging by the audience and what they're wearing. Here's a list of the shirts that Hot Topic would like to carry. And they say, you know, whatever, John Cena and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And all these Bullet Club shirts. And WWE had to tell them, uh, you know, Bullet Club's not our thing. You know, they were like, oh, really? Like, who does this Bullet Club belong <laughs> yeah. to? And then that started a whole thing to where New Japan all of a sudden had all their gear in fucking Hot Topic. And you may think Hot Topic's fucking lame, but Hot Topic's a real store uh, nationwide in the yeah. United States, like this distribution. is a, this is a big fucking deal. It for, might be lame here, but it ain't lame everywhere else. This is a big deal. Like this is a big fucking deal for these dudes, and yeah. that and that was still there in New Japan, and they used the momentum of that to start AEW. And the owner of AEW is a fucking billionaire, and not like a billionaire like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's a billionaire because of WWE. Yeah, this dude's a billionaire. Aside from that, you know what I mean? Yeah. This dude could buy and sell fucking Vince McMahon, and that's not like that's it's it's fucking exciting time in wrestling. It's it really super exciting. Is. It really, you know, and like I finally put my money where my mouth is. I haven't watched any of the WWE product in fucking forever. Just I don't agree with a lot of things they do as a company, and I'm just I'm tired of rewarding their bad behavior. 
by my by my continued fandom because what the thought is that the reason they screw over like hardcore fans is the thought is they'll always be there like fuck you we're not doing shit for you we're doing shit for the fool that might turn the channel we're trying to we're 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 catering towards him not towards the hardcore wrestling fan because you're gonna watch no matter what and i was like you know what Fuck you. Like, I quit. Like, I'm not fucking watching. And I still support 100% of the dudes that are in that company, the individual men and women, and all the the behind-the-scenes people and all that shit that make butt. I'm out. You know what I mean? I'm out. I'm not. I watch AEW. There's enough wrestling in the world without them. And what's crazy about the WWE shit is that they do some, like, hardcore, like, international questionable shit, like... All these deals with Saudi Arabia. Oh, yeah, after... these, fools are, these fools are in bed deep with Saudi Arabia. With the fucking... And after they after they had, they had cut up that reporter and fucking stuffed him in briefcases and all that stuff, uh, all the WWE was like, look, we don't know if that happened. Like, fucking, we're not politicians. Like, and all this shit. It's like, you motherfuckers. Like, so. It seemed like with the China thing. So John Cena, the biggest... Sell- I mean, that's outside of wrestling, but still the same goddamn yeah. thing. Sell out as John Cena. Oh, man. I mean, we love China, though. We're the number one podcast in China. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, number we love China. One. Look at number one. Absolutely. Number one. But I'm not, I'm not going to say something and take it back because China got mad at me. You no, know what for I mean? sure. Like, they got good. Listen up, know. China. Yeah. You take what I give you. You the wanna, number one. I'm number, yeah. You want to fuck it? You want to fuck with me? Take what I give you. You'd be fucking happy about it. I don't want to hear your opinions on anything you think about what I say, China. All of you. Not the Chinese people though, like the government. I'm the down government, with the, yeah, yeah. I'm down with the people of China. Oh, yeah, the people, the people. Always the people. And that's been our wrestling minute here on the, <laughs> <laughs> the number one live you podcast. Talk more about West Coast. I love to talk more about wrestling. Not a wrestling podcast.com. No, whatever. Wrestling is sweet. No, wrestling is sweet. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. Like AEW, no, like it this if you don't like wrestling, this doesn't mean shit. But like <laughs> what WWE this 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 is a a, a giant machine. That pumps out all kinds of stuff, billion dollar company, fucking t-shirts and movies and toys and all the rest of this bullshit. Excuse me. What they don't do well is long-term storytelling. Like No, it sucks. Like anything that should take a year takes like three weeks. Like it's like they just rush through fucking everything. Like any kind of angle, they just rush through it. AEW has been grooming Hangman Page, who's their who's their like best dude, but it's their own. This is a homegrown dude, and as much as they get, they have WWE dudes. Their biggest like upside guys are all homegrown dudes. These yeah. are dudes that they and the story of Hangman Page, the rise and fall of Hangman has been going on for what two years now. Yeah, and it's not, and it's not. It's going to end with him getting the belt like that. It's going to end with him becoming the world champion. That's the end yeah. of this fucking chapter of this story. But just that part has been cooking for two years plus. Like because yeah, it was going on for close to it. It was probably it might be longer than that because it was going on before the fucking pandemic, you know. And it's this thing, and every time it looks like. It's time for fucking Hangman. They take it away. And he's such like a good performer that he's been like, he's gone down the road. He's been, he's become an uh, alcoholic because he was bitter and fucking sad. Was <laughs> to, he was doing sad, hey, sad cowboy shit. Like, dude, it's, it's, it's a good novella. Really it good is. Novella. And it's, and it's go, it's, this is when this accumulates, when this finally, when this fool finally wins the belt. Number one, wherever they're at, this place is going to explode. Like oh, this yeah. place, they're going to lose their fucking minds. And it's going to be 
a four or five year fucking story to where this fool finally wins the goddamn belt and he's going to take it from fucking Kenny Omega and it's going to be cool as fuck because they were sorry, him and Kenny Omega who's the best wrestler in the world Kim and Kenny Omega tag team and they were the champions but Kenny Omega is just kind of doing it because Hangman Page is his buddy it's like yeah we're cool we're a tag team I'm not really a tag team wrestler I'm a singles wrestler but you're you're my buddy yeah, yeah. so you know we'll be in a tag team we'll do this thing so they win the belts they do their thing defending the belts defending the belts Hangman loves it they finally win the they finally lose the belts and Hangman's like yo we gotta get them belts back and Kenny Omega was like look man that was fun that was a fun being yeah, a tag team but like I've moved on I'm, I'm trying to get this other... I'm trying to get the big belt. Right. And Hangman was like, what, what, like, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, like, what do you What do you mean? Like, we're a fucking tag team. And it's like, oh, you know, like, I don't really want to do this. I was carrying you, brother. Right, right. And n- none of his friends, the, the Young Bucks didn't have his back. Like, they're the, their core group of friends. Nobody had his back in, in this situation. And so this fool was like, are you guys... Like my friends, like are you like what? And that sent him off on this journey by himself to be drunk and sad. Got rescued by the Dark Order, which is like a cult that fucking took him in. It was like fuck, damn. Like right, all this shit, and it's still fucking going. Like it's so good, the fucking best. The story of Hangman Page when it's when it hits its crescendo is going to be one of the best stories that's ever been told in wrestling. Like, Never even heard of crescendo. I'm already excited that she's going to fucking bring. God damn, be, Johnny. It's going to be fucking cool <laughs> as fuck. Oh, Hangman Adam Page. I wasn't watching wrestling for all that stuff, but I actually went back on YouTube to find out like all the story about like Bullet Club, how it started, who oh, yeah, who yeah. ran through it. Like, holy shit. Like, and get to watch those wrestlers where they're at now and what they're doing. Like, Fuck. Stars. That's nothing but killers coming out of Bullet Club. Fucking crazy. Bullet Club for life, except you, Adam Cole. <laughs> Adam Cole was in the Bullet Club. They kicked him out. That's because that was what they would say. They would say, Bullet Club for life. And then they kicked one dude out. They were like, Bullet Club for life, except you, Adam Cole. We fucking kicked you like you're out. <laughs> I will tell you one thing. I, I used to love wrestling as a kid. And I grew out of it. I fucking just wasn't into it anymore. And obviously, like you, like you said, Fans are always going to be there in that product that's still there. And I think that's why it's kind of fucking lame. Plus, he got fucking writers and whatnot. I, my dad got sick, started getting the fucking uh, the, the network for him, started taking him to live shows, and I got caught up with the fucking storytelling. Fucking like, bringing fathers like, and sons together. Yeah, yeah man. Fucking no, wrestling. Oh, the fucking stories are stupid. Well, well I mean, look. Of wrestling I, stories? Yeah. In, in WWE. Sure. I, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I will say that. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. know anything about any other wrestling. And, and it doesn't have to be. Like, I, I remember when, now he's gone, but Bray Wyatt, when he debuted with the Wyatt family, and this fool's like a cult leader, got yeah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. dudes like with, he's from like, like Cape Fear style with Robert De Niro, like that fucking style, yeah. dude, and he came, and I remember thinking like, this is, I was living with my parents at the time, and I was like, this is so fucking cool, and I was watching, my mom was sitting there, and I go, hey mom, I go, they're gonna fuck this up, <laughs> she was like, what do you mean, I go, every time? Something super cool happens in WWE, like they fuck it up. Like it happens organically where somebody it's did awesome. something on their own. Right. But not because of the company, because of them. They created something and the company's like, you know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck this. And that's how it always happens. They dude. fucked him up. Everything. They fucked him up like three or four times and now he's out of the company. That's what's going to happen like, to us. Hopefully. Once we become like the top, like. Look, we already had fucking dudes trying to fucking produce and stick their fingers yeah. in and stuff. Like, you know, like that. And that's what happens. <laughs> 
That's what happens, bro. People are like, yeah. you know, they want to they make something that they enjoy better. It's like, you already enjoy it, homie. Just sit back and sure. enjoy it. I want to hear your fucking notes. No, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I think that's the thing Fuck with a notes. lot of things. You know what I'm saying? Like, when people, like, you know, remember what you enjoyed of it instead of fucking getting it and trying to make it something different. Sure. You know? Just, just in anything, in every relationships, in, in this, in, in friendships. Like, remember your friend, like, what was cool. That's and like try to in, change this shit. in the sequels to the Star Wars sequels, the last ones that just came out. Um, what's that chick's name? Ray. So, was that, that's the girl, Ray. Yeah, yeah. So, Ray and what's the dude's name? Adam Driver? Kylo uh, Ren. Kylo so, Ren. Ray and Kylo Ren say they love each other. That's not Ray. Was it Ray that loved Kylo Ren? No, that's Ray's from... Fi- oh, yeah. No, it is here. Yeah. So, I, so they say they love each other. All right. But the truth is they love their idea of that person because she's good and he's bad. And she's like, I love you, but come to the light side of the force. And he's like, I love you. Come to the dark side of the force. And it's like, you guys don't love each other because if you loved each other, you would be like, oh, I love you. As just, you are. Just how, like, I love you just yeah. how you are. I want to be better for you or I want to be worse for you. Like one or the other. And instead of I want to, I I love you as long as you change for me, you know like that's not fucking love. You're everything I want except for one thing. Shit. Then I'm nothing that you except want. for the thing that makes you who you are. Like yeah. I love everything about you except for that thing that's you. You know yeah. like oh cool. Yeah, yeah I've sweet. had that before, bro. You know it's been like oh you're so great. You're uh, this this that, but this one thing, and you're like yeah. fuck you. It's like a chick was like hey you know I love everything about you. But the wrestling and the tattoos, like, and I'm like, bitch, what do you mean? Like, <laughs> that's, 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 that's everything. <laughs> the wrestling and the tattoos is a deal breaker. Like, nah. There's nothing else. Like, what do you mean? That's the entire thing. You want me to quit the podcast too? Yeah. That would be my whole fucking, my whole deal. And I'm not going to tell jokes anymore. <laughs> I'm going to get a job and come home. Yeah, that's how it's and like, eat yeah. Salisbury steak. And it's like, but I love you. And it's like, no, you don't. You don't. I tell you what, shout out to everyone who's logging in, hanging out with us. He menace, we see you out there in YouTube. Oh, he says, Yo, Chico, what about Razor Ramon? That guy's not even Latino, bro. Razor Ramon. <laughs> Scott Hall was the biggest white boy when he was in the AWA before he get before he became Razor Ramon. Would that be like racist now? Would that it's, like it's right? Shoot, because I mean, I don't think they ever said, "Hey, I'm Cuban." I don't think he ever. Oh, I, come- Look, you know what Come the, on. the story is that Vince McMahon never saw Scarface. Vince McMahon's never seen Scarface. And so Scott Hall coming in and doing Tony Montana, Vince McMahon was like, holy shit, this is the best character I've ever seen in my whole fucking life. You know? no, no, look at Growing up watching him, his shit was fucking dope. Sure. It was, it was dope. Toothpick. And I'm not going to, and I'm not. One of those people that are like, oh, fuck you, this is racist, this bullshit. No, it's a guy doing a hey, character. Al Pacino wasn't fucking Cuban either. No, he's Italian. That's what I'm saying. Like, to me, it's not one of those things. But, like, nowadays, people yeah. be, like, fucking up in arms. Like, what the fuck? the fuck is this white guy trying to be Cuban? Flicking his fucking... He don't even speak Spanish. He's no. He's slapping women and spitting tooth... Oh, what he said wasn't Spanish? Hey, Chico? That's not Spanish? Oh, hey, Chico. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, he was said, dope, like, dude. He was dope. I do and then what was crazy is when he went to WCW, this fool chick goes starts going by his real name, but still talking with the fucking racial yeah. accent. This was like, Ayo, Ayo Chico, like I'm, yeah. I'm Scott Hall. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Scott Hall, Chico. You know, during that time, to kind of put things into rich, like crazy perspective, 
when they left, Vince McMahon still owned the rights to their characters and brought in fake people thinking that people are just going to like, all right, yeah, that's that's the well, same I mean, thing. It was to fuck with everybody. No one – because they, they called them fake Diesel and fake Rick, but they advertised – after the after Scott Hall and Kevin Nash showed up on WCW, they were like, "Next week, Diesel and Razor Ramon," and everybody was like, "What the fuck?" And it's like, "Yeah," we're, we're, and then they brought out dudes like in their gear, and, and you know that everybody was watching. Uh, people were like, "How is this going to work?" You know, yeah. and then because the rumor at the time was, even this is so stupid wrestling shit, that <laughs> Scott Hall and Kevin Nash had been sent by WWF. To go fuck with WCW, that the—that's why they call them the Outsiders. Like yeah. these, these were not; these were supposed to be dudes from from New York. That's like, from New York, come down here to fuck shit up. And so then on the show that they advertise that those dudes are going to be back next week, it's like maybe this really is fucking invasion. And then it was just dudes that were not. They're just like, yeah. oh, this is fucking lame. Like the fuck. Yeah. Well, they got everybody to watch it. Yeah, I took for five minutes. And then I also seen that Ted DiBiase's back yeah. on NXT. N- NXT. Yeah, my buddy Sam just went to an indie wrestling show in uh, New Jersey. A fucking million dollar man was there signing autographs. He got his fucking. Hey, Alex, why don't you book him, autograph. bro? <laughs> He's not wrestling no more. But he'll come, yeah, some, come through. Some, some, shit. Some, sign some autographs. You know, while while finding my new love for wrestling and getting to work with the Michelada Rumble and their wrestling team i've been able to meet a lot of the wrestlers a lot of the luchadors been able to do a lot of artwork i've been working with a uh, promotion uh fist combat out in uh, san diego so i've been watching a lot of these indie guys and i've been watching them all level up and watching you know uh, pcw out in fucking wilmington that show's amazing for being out this way i love pcw my brother and i go to that shit they just they just announced that they're back up and running like that is that's a super fun indie promotion yeah, I think their their date's coming up on October 20-something. If you is guys are wrestling fans, yeah, you guys yeah. need to go. I won't be in town. I wanted to go. I'll be on that Chris Jericho crew. Oh, hilarious. So you talk to the Bahamas. guy in San Diego. Uh, yeah, so fucking – a lot of these fucking indie, uh, indie wrestlers are fucking – they're putting in their fucking time. I think that's the more exciting thing right now, especially with the AEW shit F- come full circle. You get to see all these indie guys, like, level up. It's kind of like your favorite – Garage band, you see them fucking playing, and then all of a sudden someone catches wind, and then that sure. start getting momentum, start getting popular, and yeah. that's what happened to some of these. The fucking fun wrestlers. thing is, is that it's like the same as comedy, the same as everything. The level of talent and like ability mm-hmm. has been raised so high. Like the average butthole wrestler, someone who's not even signed, if you put them in the eighties, people are like, holy fuck. This guy's doing shit we've never fucking seen before. This guy's the best wrestler in the fucking world because just the movesets and the fucking all that shit. But it still comes down to do people care? Like, because yeah. two dudes in their underwear doing moves, do we, like doing moves, who gives a fuck? Like, that's yeah. not that's not exciting. Like, that doesn't put... There know, needs to be some character development. Who cares? Sure. Why do we care about these two dudes fighting each other? Like, see, to is, me, I, I think uh, back in the day, I just like when they would... Do their their intro before they went in. Talked a little shit and then went in. Should like talk on the side and a little fucking. You no no box. no. When they would do like you know when Hulk Hogan went when uh, Mean Gene was talking to the. Oh Hulk. talk and then it was like all right, oh, Mean Gene, I'm gonna go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then directly he goes into the ring. Yeah. And then it'd yeah, be like Jake the yeah. Snake, and he's like, you yeah. know, I got you know my snake here, and no fucker's gonna eat this guy tonight. Blah blah. blah whatever. I th- I always thought that was just that was enough. I think that's the problem. Sometimes they want to give you more than you really want. Well, also you should. They showed someone put up a. Um, 
a thing on Reddit that was a bunch of characters from the 80s, all in 8-bit style, like fucking video game 8-bit, you know, where you could... Nintendo. Like, yeah, all fucking pixelated. Yeah, yeah. But you knew who each fucking dude was just by a glance because they were Colors. all so different. Everybody's character yeah. was so fucking different than everybody else oh. that you could just pick through and go, oh, that's him, that's him, that's, that, there's Andre the Giant, there's Abdul the Butcher, blah, 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 blah. Now, it would all, like, I would have a lot of trouble. They all look the same. They all look the fucking same. Yeah, because back then you had Honky Talk, man. You had fucking great. Yeah, Car- yeah people working gimmicks. Like, people yeah. working gimmicks. And now it's just like, I'm a dude in black trunks. And, and I'm coming into this rock song. And I do a bunch of cool moves, and you can figure out why you care about me later. Yeah. You know, but that's not, that ain't when wrestling is the most successful. Yeah, Kogo Beware. You had fucking Junkyard <laughs> Dog. You had guys that had like, yeah, like a little pizzazz. <laughs> all kinds of people with pets. Yeah. All kinds of shit. The bull- Bulldogs. The Bulldogs fucking... with Matilda and then Ricky the Dragon Steamboat car started carrying a real fucking lizard. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, WWE fucking What's up, Don? How what? you doing? What's up, Don? Shout out. You saw him out there live at Boomers. Can't Hell wait yeah. for the next one, man. Hell yeah. That was dope, man. Thank you know you what? How about this? How about fucking the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast puts on a fucking comedy show? We get a fucking, com- we get some comics to come out. Maybe get another DJ. No, 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 no. no? no. This is what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to put on a comedy slash lucha libre show. Oh. That's what we're going to do. All right. So it's going to be a match, then a stand-up. Then another match, then another stand up. You got me, Mikey? We're gonna book you for this one. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what we do. So we do. That would be pretty cool. Or maybe we do like. It two. works. When you do it right, like. Com- yeah. yeah, yeah. When you do it right, like, it, do, it works. You know, and plus a lot of comedians love wrestling. Yeah, so we do like two matches and then two stand ups or something, you know, in between a little music. People can get their drinks and come back and then, hey, the next one's going to start by mom. Whatever it is. Whether it's the match or whether it's the, the, the comedy. Sure. But we have four matches. We have four, you know, comedies. You know, lucha versus laughs. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. There we go. Chili Co says that would be fun. That sounds fucking amazing. We need to start working on a venue ASAP. Yeah. Get this shit going. We'll do it in the parking lot of fucking boomers, man. <laughs> Get some Thai food outside right there. A donut shop that's never open. Oh, man. Thai base. They have the, it's money laundering. They're, yo, laundering. They, They're they, laundering money out of there. Yeah, they have the lowest calorie donuts. None. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Look, that place is never open and it's cash only. That's a fucking money yeah. spot. <laughs> like no, dude, every time I've gone there, I'm like, oh, Maple Bar would be bomb. Never open. I did an open mic at uh, not too long ago. It was in a parking lot. It was when it was, everything was still outside. So the venue that you actually do stand-up in was right behind us, but we couldn't go inside. So we did it outside in the strip mall, set up some chairs. And my whole set, I just looked at each business and explain to these people how it was involved in crime. <laughs> <Yeah. Nice. laughs> That's like, there was a massage place. I was like, this, the dark curtains let you know you get your dick touched in there. Like, this, I was like, there's probably ladies in cages inside there. Like, that is 100%. And I just went business by business and told them how it fits into the criminal world. It was pretty, it was solid. Wait yeah. a minute, there's ladies in cages? Look, do you, you think there's not sex them, trafficking going on in that massage place? I was like, there's probably ladies in cages in, in the back of that place. If we look, because they have to keep you in a cage for a while. Because what do you think? You just roll off the boat and you're like, yeah, I'll massage and suck dicks for a living, no problem. Yeah, no, you're like, no, they get you off the boat. You're like, they're like, fuck that. You told me I was gonna be 
a doctor, or a whatever. Princess. Yeah, whatever fake job they said I was going to get. Yeah. But you put them in a cage and spray them with a hose for a half hour a day. After a week, they're like, I will massage and suck all the dicks. I will massage you that fat guy <laughs> right now. You know, I never once thought about the fucking the SOPs of like what this industry would be like. What's how, an SOP? Or like corporate stuff, like the uh, like like the manuals of what wait, yeah, you know, like what crime? you got to do. Yeah, like all right, we got to fucking bring these young ladies. But okay, we need to do X, Y, and Z before we break their fucking will. Yeah, and then fucking one, two, three. Well, like, I think it works. Yeah, that's how I do. I don't know. I've never had to fucking if we wonder. Dig, if we dig deep enough in here, there's probably a cage in here somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's buried. The deep. secret Ooh. location. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's I, dark enough in here. Actually, I do have a buddy out in Whittier. Uh, I forget the name of his podcast, but shout out to him. And he has a dungeon, so I know there's fucking shit out there. Is it there. the one from the dungeon? Is that no, 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 no. Like, this guy has a le- <laughs> legitimate, like, dungeon with all his toys and Dude, if I had a sex dungeon... The last thing I would do is tell anybody about it. I would be so embarrassed. <laughs> and the last thing I would do is show guys. Right. Hey, you guys want to check this out? I yeah, she got it. all these toys, bro, that I use on myself. See how big that dildo is? I stuff it in her all the time. <laughs> yeah. But it's way bigger than my dick. Big blue. Which yeah. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm not threatened by that. I'm just saying. But, like, I'm, like, that's. Yeah. That's, these things you keep to yourself, bro. <laughs> I'm not right. Doing. So, uh, my secret girlfriend was going over. And, um. Uh, my roommates, one of my roommates walked by. I don't know what he saw. I don't know what I had because, I mean, we got some gear. You know I mean? There's for, there's for sure some gear. And I don't know what he saw, but the, he talked to me different. <laughs> Just so you know, AdamandEve.com, you should sponsor this show. Yeah. Johnny needs Liberator, new gear. Let's go. Liberator.com. You know there's, kind, there's all kinds of them. Dude. Hell, yeah. Somebody sponsor us. Hell, yeah. Johnny needs new That's toys. That's my favorite thing to like um, – like uh, – <laughs> Like what, bro? Like what? No, 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 no. Like, no, no, no. Um, like uh, say, uh, um, if you if you could figure out a way to do it, like right, but getting sex toys for chicks, like for their birthday or for Christmas and all stuff, but like not your girlfriend and not your wife, like that. I like that. Wait, do you want to send complete stranger sex toys? Not like, a complete I... stranger, like friends. You know what I mean? Like, like a that you friend, have it like that. Yeah. Like you have it like that with, like, hey, like I know a girl right now who lives far away like she lives far and so we don't get to hang out even though we would hang out if she like lived close t- to me so you know send shit in the mail like hey i was thinking about you fucking like, oh. here's a little like uh yeah something an egg or i don't know what the fuck uh, I have. It. yeah what the fuck whatever <laughs> Those massaging eggs sure. sure yeah, I, mean, I, I, mean, egg. I mean can't you do that now just give just send her <laughs> the address you can say katie it's all right i'll stop talking my sister don't want to hear no fucking uh sex dungeon talk from me no, no. Yeah. Well, Come on. Right. No, Katie, you can't her. leave. What's up? You just got here. <laughs> I met her over I met her over there. Yeah, She's yeah. totally rad. Yeah. Totally cool. And I'll see and you, you see, at Michelada Rumble. You, see the sh- you should hear the shit that comes flying out of her mouth. And she's going to come for me right now. Like, yeah. get out of, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get out of here. Get out of here. We saw her dancing over there all like, what's <laughs> up? Trying to get the freak on. We saw you. Hey, we saw you. Trying to play innocent now. Oh, I can't hear this from her. You've heard worse from your yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. At home, you've heard worse. <laughs> Shoot. Now she's all like, I got to go. Well, I'll see you September 18th. And Paris. And Romo uh, like Paris. Paragrounds. And you'll, you'll be getting your freak on with Corrupt. We can freak it. The DPGC, yeah. man. Dog Pound Gangster Crips. Oh, man. For life. You know, uh, Trish Toledo doing some oldies, Loomis, and Angie V as well on the ones and twos out there. It's going to be dope. People can be love Angie V. Yeah, yeah, dude. When I, so, I see her do her DJ set and stuff, but afterwards, 
when she came out to like take pictures and stuff with people, there was people were losing their fucking minds. There was there. electricity in that. Yeah, air they for like, sure. Yeah, they love edgy. I'll tell you, that was I, super cool. I, I, I don't want to say I found her, but when I first got hit to her, I should say. Uh, it was during the pandemic, and I don't even know how I came across her, but I know she was doing some uh, Instagram stuff, some lives. You know how people were doing yeah. lives for a while until they closed it down, and then all of a sudden no one could do Fucking them. Dicks. Yeah, it was lame. And then she was doing those for a while, and then she—that's how I got onto Twitch because she's like, "Hey, they're shutting me down here, but go on Twitch and you can check it out." Yeah. And she was doing like every day she'd do something new, like she'd do like Florentine Garden Fridays. She did like uh, You're Not Down Sundays, and you know, so everything had a theme to it. And then my boy Brad, he was like, "Hey, and you know, do you know any good DJ Latin DJs?" For Fuser, uh, yeah, Fuser. It was a video game that's coming out, a DJ video game. And I was like, fuck yeah, dude. Fucking DJ NGV. Fuck yeah, dude. And, yeah. and I didn't even know her, bro. Didn't even know her. I was like, we do this, though? We yeah, yeah. That? I was yeah. like, yeah, dude, I'll get, I'll get her fucking information right now, bro. Got it. She went on there. You know, she, she was already on the rise, but it was just cool to... To to be able to like get on the bottom floor sure. of, of her rise, you know what I mean, and then get her for one of our rumbles. Now we have her again for another one, and she's rad, dude. Like her and and, and her uh, her uh, I don't want to say the not her manager, but her assistant is pretty rad too. Um, all you know, her whole crew, man. They came out and they were hanging out. Really, really cool people, and uh, we'll see them again September eighteenth. We should get her in here, dude. Yeah, we should. Yeah, I'm gonna hit her up. Two, See, that's the thing, though. I've always not, not. I'm not afraid of asking people, but like, I'm just like, it's a pain. Look, it, there's and it's a Tuesday. It is. It, it's a Tuesday. Uh, you gotta. There's the dudes that put the hood on you and put you in the van. Like that's yeah. all. You know, you gotta go on that hour long car ride to get to the secret location. Like it's, oh, it's a lot. You know yeah. what I mean? It is. It is a lot. And there is also there's only two like there's only two kinds of people in the world people that really want to be on your podcast and people that are dreading the day that you ask them you know what i mean yeah. like the, that's real that, well, we are the number one that we're the number one live Tuesday. podcast in the world that doesn't mean shit yeah. i'm still there's people that are like i'm not really that comfortable speaking live or, on or, tuesday or, yeah <laughs> on tuesday <laughs> or whatever yeah. Dude, i go to bed at a hard 7:30 there's yeah. no way i'm going to be able to be there at 8 o'clock to talk for an hour yeah so whatever i get it but yes we should and there's people that, you know, we, we have, uh, I mean, we're good friends with ODM uh, from Light of Shade of Brown. I'd love to have him on. Um, uh, Angie V. Uh, back to Trish Toledo again. Uh, maybe Loomis. Um, I don't know, man. Anybody and everybody. You know who I want to get, and I think we can get him, and I and we'll get him. Matter of fact, I'm going to work on it pretty hard. I'm, we're going to get Sugar Free. Dude, that player pimp from Pomona? Man, that would be fucking dope. I, yeah. I you know what I heard gonna... about him? I heard he doesn't have to get ready because he fucking stays ready. And he's coming out with the new album called Sugar Cane. Hell yeah. Yeah. So he's been, maybe he can come on here on the number one live podcast. On just not too long ago. That's so Just not too long ago, I was telling somebody. Uh, they're like, oh, I got to get ready. I said, no, if you get ready. If you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. I, and they were like, what are you talking about? And I just fucking sent them the video. I was like, yo, you don't know about fucking sugar free? Get out of here. Sugar free. He menaces is calling you out. He said, why are you bullshitting? Yeah. Oh, why are you bullshitting? Yeah. No, we got to get him at. No, he's good, dude. I remember we had him at uh, uh, one of our events at Santa Anita. And after that event, he was in a loud bag. Hilarious! Because of all the really? cursing, all the cursing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He didn't do anything crazy. Yeah. Just, 
you he know, was just every being, song is just being that F player you, pimp from yeah, Pomona. Yeah. You know? Oh no, like, he don't that's care. It, you know? And we didn't, but you know, I mean, we're in the infield, and you know, everyone else that's not in the infield is complaining that they heard the F word. Like, why the fuck am I sitting here trying to exist, and I just hear this fucking shit? Going <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 no, but yeah, we can get something like him. Uh, yo, Ephraim too. Yeah, Julie, you're right. Ephraim, Ephraim from from quite a few bands. Shit. Everyone would be cool. Yeah. And he has his own podcast, too. He does a couple things. Yeah, I forgot. I totally. Yeah, I just have to reach out. And sometimes, like you said, it's the it's the people like, hey, that want to be on. And the people oh, are I'm, like. And I'm sure there's people that, like, and you know would be happy to do it. Yeah, know? I think they'd be happy to do it. I think one of the things is, like you said, it's like it is Tuesday. And it's the beginning of the Sacrifice week. has to be made for the number yeah. one live podcast yeah, in the world. For sure. Sorry it's Tuesday at 8. Yeah. I'm sorry. Sit your ass in the chair. <laughs> There's going to be a time where you're going to be coming and knocking on our door. Uh, right. Wanting to be on. Right. So Fuck you get in on the bottom floor yeah. right now so you get back. You get invited back. Yeah. But yeah, dude. So some some of those guys, that's that's who we're going to be working on on the on the, um, for the rest of this I've year. I've been, I, you know what, the first, I don't know if we did it on the air. But I remember us talking about who's your list. Like, who do you want? Who's your list? Like, who would be your ultimate, like, person that you would? And at the time, I really didn't have any answers. And now I've thought of, like, a okay. bunch. Which I was like, okay. I mean, number one, Pete Nice from Third Base. Like, I mean, like, oh, that's, well, you know, we right. talk about fucking childhood shit. This man okay. has been, had more influence on me than almost anybody. So Pete Nice probably would be number one. Um, I would love to have AC alone from the Almighty Freestyle Fellowship or anybody from the Fellowship too. The Fellowship shop blew up. Um, but there's, I, I want to go to the list, but there's a bunch, there's a fucking, I actually have a list now. Like I Give was a couple thinking, more. Because uh, you said something that are pretty, pretty feasible. AC alone. I mean, you know, um, I mean, wrestlers, which I would like, I just went off on 15 minutes screaming about Hangman Adam Page. I was like, I would love to talk to Hangman uh, yeah, Adam Page, yeah. you know, Kenny Omega, the Bucks, the Young Bucks, have Matt and Nick Jackson in here from representing Rancho Cucamonga, California. That would be all. CM Punk. I mean, obviously, I mean, these are, yeah. like, you know, that's a large. Well, didn't go to. Uh... Look, these are things that are all, apparently, these are things that are all in the happening that he's coming back, which if. But he said no, didn't he? No, uh, he's most likely coming back. To, he's going to AEW, not WWE. No, no, but I heard that he had said no to AEW. I, this I is something know. I read. Like, again, yeah, guys, yeah. I, I'm not I mean, he said no. He said no for a long time, you know, but, like, if. CM Punk loved wrestling. Like, loved wrestling for his whole fucking life. And WWE is such a shithole that it made him hate wrestling. Like, made, like where he wanted nothing to do with it for fucking years. And if they could bring, if he can find joy in wrestling again, that would make me personally so, because it kills me that, yeah, that, that something he loved that much was fucking like they made him hate it. And it's like if he could come back and find some joy in wrestling again, that would personally make me feel really happy. Yeah. <laughs> we got another one, Easy E's son. Oh, I was like Easy E, that he's fucking. We get O'Shea Jackson Jr. That's Ice Cube's kid. No, I know. But I, <laughs> I don't want. I'm just saying. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, whatever. He's a big shot. But um, I was talking about listening to your podcast last night. Yeah. Uh, the tr- the the uh, from the dungeon, dungeon podcast from the dungeon podcast. I was listening last night, bro, and I was telling the fellas here. Now that you're on, we need to have you back, bro. Even if you, even if you have the Skype in, yeah, because I, I was saying that 
I was listening to you last night, and you had all this energy and shit. You were fucking loud. You were doing your shit. When you came here, <laughs> you smoked too much weed, and you were stuck, bro. It happens. No, happens. no, no. Hey, you know I've mean? done it. That I, I remember bro, I went to this party one time, bro, and we invited these chicks over, and it's my homegirl, Brandy. You know what's up. You remember the day. We were all hanging out, and my homie's like, oh, try this shit. It's like some grape stuff. Oh, cool. Hit it up, lit it, boom. And the girls get there, and we're all just sitting on the fucking couch, like not moving. And she's like, Stuck yo, stupid. bro, what's up? I'm all, there's beers in the fridge. Like, I was just gone. And then, like, at first, she's like, yo, we're going to bounce. I was like, okay. We were just smashed. <laughs> That's a good idea. I would leave, too, yeah, if I was you. I was like, I'm sorry. And the next day, I was like, you know what? I'm sorry. I was just... We did. We fucked up. You should probably leave. We fucked up. And she was like, no, nah, I get it. She goes, you guys were pretty stuck. And um, we were fucking stuck. But no, bro. Uh, yeah, you were on last night. And then I was, well, not on last night. We just listened to a, a pre-recorded one. But yeah, we'd love to have you back on, dude. Let's do a redo, bro. You know what I'm saying? Bring that energy. A redemption show. Part yeah, two. part two. No, it was cool having him here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when he hit that. When he hit the, 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 the joint or whatever it was, and he had said, he had pre-warned us, like, no, no, I'm, I'm cool. I'm not going to do that. And like you said it too, Johnny. Like, as soon as he hit it, I was like, oh. Here we go. Goodbye, bro. <laughs> goodbye, bro. <laughs> nice having you on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, all right. But, uh, no, nah, yeah, man. It was a lot of energy on that show. So I was like, man, we got to have him back, dude. He says back. he's down. Definitely, bro. Definitely. I know we got to make it work with you because you're in the – East Coast. I mean, he's up right now. So I mean, what? No, it's no, like I know, but, eight, you know, nine, ten, what? eleven. That's so, like eleven p.m. right now. Yeah, eleven. What's the um schedule like for them? Are we having like? Are we doing Wednesdays or something it's coming up? Uh, I was gonna next week. Is I that mean, like next week. Or I, I think it is. I was just kind of waiting to see uh, if my tickets are still going to be valid for the show I'm going to or not. Oh, some... so there is a chance that we will not we will not be live on. Tuesday next week. We'll be on Wednesday next week. And it'll be the number one live Wednesday, Wednesday podcast. Depending if uh, the t- Mario's tickets to the male strip club are fucking good. To his buddy's dungeon <laughs> are valid. <laughs> Going to the dungeon, guys. <laughs> but the, the thing is, you know, I mean, like, I mean, we'll let you know. We'll, we'll post it on everything. We'll post it on all our social medias and stuff and let you guys know for sure. But Well, I was more wondering right then. I was just like, I, I should probably just ask this right now because yeah. I'm thinking about it. So it's uh, a possibility. Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to find out? I don't know. I'm just what, I, what show are you going to? Uh, I'm going to go check out Limp Bizkit that day. Oh, this mo- I thought Limp Bizkit canceled their like, That's yeah, the thing. They, they, have, they, have, they haven't announced. So, yeah, allegedly due to fucking whatever Delta bullshit is going on, they decided that they were not going to do the – they're going yeah. to cap off the tour. Uh, there was a rumor saying that the guitarist was fucking sick first, but Fred Dostert – said that that wasn't true so they just canceled it for everyone's health and safety but haven't got an email about it they just fucking sent about like hey this show's still happening so i'm like wait a minute so is that shit happening or not happening fred durst used to be a shitty tattooer in florida and he used to be associated loosely with the shops that cody worked at in jacksonville and they would tell people (laughs) I mean, this thing, this, this doesn't happen every day, but they would tell people, like, yo, you want to get, uh, if you want to get tattooed at Fred Durst's old station, like, it's like $50 more, but we'll tattoo you. Like, where? And people were like, what? Yeah, I want that. Where are those <laughs> stories at, Cody? Come on. Where are those stories at, bro? <laughs> well, yeah, Fred Durst, Fred Durst used to be a shitty tattooer before he was a sh- shitty rapper. Hey, we have to have Cody back in for a redo. 
Come on, <laughs> I mean, he got his story out. He fucking talk about some other stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We, we you know, we like to re, you know, we like to have the homies back in. From the dungeon says that tour is canceled. Yeah, he was actually the first person to let me know because they do actually. He does another podcast about. Uh, I think he's like a Limp Bizkit podcast. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So he he told me he like he was fucking first person. Hey, bro, just fucking. Did you see that documentary on HBO about Woodstock '99? No. no. You mother, how, we can never talk about anything. You guys don't watch nothing. I want to go it see it now. Was, it is. So good. Tell me about it, bro. This is like audiobooks for well, me. It's like, <laughs> I don't even want to watch it. <laughs> well, more more than anything, it's like I mean, it's a review of what happened in Woodstock '99, you know, and just and it, like they talk about all the other woods, what the things that led up to this, and blah blah blah, and how it was just like a fucking disaster. They do I was this about thing. To say. They do this thing at a, on a mil, an old military base because they could fence it in, you know, like people couldn't sneak in because of the security. But this thing's all on black. This all on blacktop. It's all on oh. asphalt. You know, so it's like a hundred and fifty degrees. You know, like yeah. So everybody's miserable. Fucking all this shit, and they just go on and they start talking about like what nineteen ninety nine was like. You know what kind of shit was popping off in nineteen ninety nine, and like that the world was filled with these teenagers to early twenties white dudes who were angry and they didn't know why. You know, like they just knew that they were mad, you know, and how, and it was. We have some of those now. Sure, but now people have the, the they could list yeah. you, they could list you a million yeah. reasons why they're yeah. mad. In 1999, there was no reasons. No. So people were just fucking mad, you know. Yeah. And because it was hot. Yeah, and so they go asshole. like they go like night by night, like you know who because this this thing didn't accumulate over one night. It was a whole weekend. And like the so they show Alanis Morissette because it's like Alanis Morissette is on and it's like you know people are not into it, and then the it goes from Alanis Morissette in order to it's like Limp Bizkit raging now somebody not Limp Bizkit raging against the machine and Metallica like it's all like gnarly after Alanis Morissette yeah so these people are like get the fuck out of here yeah and like the way they curated this show was just. Awful. Everything was good. Everything that happened was there was no there was no way around it. Considering like they just made a giant recipe, and I that they, they, they did have the uh, the DMX thing was pretty hilarious. But I, I don't think it was a hit on Limp Bizkit. They the, the so the guys who ran it still think everything was fine. They're like, what do you mean? It was it was a great weekend. Everybody had a good time, and everybody else was like, this shit fucking fucking sucked, you know. But these dudes won't let go of. We did good, you know, like it was fine. And then, so Limp Bizkit goes, so it's always people trying to do good to make bad things happen. Oh, yeah. Normally. So what's going on? What they have planned for Sunday night is a vigil. They're going to do a candlelight vigil for everybody, for all the Columbine victims, for everybody who got killed at Columbine. They're going to do a moment of silence and everybody hold up a candle. So it's all this nonprofit group that's handing out white candles. Everybody, hey, we're going to hold these on Sunday. We're going to hold these on Sunday. But what they do is take those candles and fucking light everything on fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, so the whole thing is getting yeah, – the whole fucking thing, there's uh, ten fires that are starting, like giant fires that are starting. And they've all been started by these fucking candles that were handed out uh-huh. to like commemorate fucking Columbine. So it was uh, – it's, it's a very it, – I think it's been long enough, the 20-plus years, to look at like 1999. This is this – is, and do it again? Well, I'm saying this is 22 years ago. You know, it does. It seems like that was ju- that just happened. But there's people that can drink at bars 
that were not born in 1999. Yeah. You know, or that blown, were born there or made yeah, there. They were conceived. Full-blown yeah. adults that have no concept of what 1999 was like. You know, so it's like far enough away. We can to, do it again. To, I mean, they were like, they were like, can, can you say that you'll never do another Woodstock? And the guy was like, oh, never say never. And it's like, you stupid <laughs> motherfucker. Have you ever been to a concert and, ha- and, and had like someone booed off? Like when you were there? I'll give you my story. I went to go see Rage Against the Machine at the Forum, and it was Rage Against the Machine, and Zach picked um, Gangstar to open, and Tom Murillo picked Queens of the Stone Age, and Queens of the Stone Age came on and got booed off. Oh, really? Yeah. This was right before. This was right when they. Were, I mean, they were opening up for right, right, right. Know, Ray, so they weren't huge, but they got booed off, bro. One of my favorite, dr- one of my favorite drops on any album ever is on the Dwar- is on a Dwarves album, and they say Queens of the Trust Fund. You used to sleep on my floor. Now we sleep through your records. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was like, wow, the fucking Dwarves, the most dangerous band in the world. Yeah, dude, <laughs> but they got booed off. That bro. makes me. And then Gangstar came on and killed, killed it. it. Killed it. Killed fucking it. Fucking DJ Primo comes out there and just yep. start, just starts destroying it. Fucking. And then Rage came on and was over. But yeah, dude, I was like, who the fuck are these assholes? And everyone was like, bleh. And the next thing you know, they're fucking huge. A couple years later. I saw some 41 like that opening up for Social Distortion at House of Blues Hollywood. And I thought they were going to get booed off the stage. But just no one paid attention. Like, they didn't get booed yeah, off. Yeah, that's the thing with like, that. Right, Social like, D, dude, I, you, we've been to a hundred of those yeah, fucking yeah. shows. Yeah, no one gives a fuck. No, I was like, watching, just drinking. I was like, is everyone going to boo these dudes or what? And no. I was like, no one's even fucking We're going to go get in line dudes. and get our fucking yeah. drink yeah. on. And then, you know, Mike Ness's sirens go off and fucking, Damn, say, yeah. you know, it's so crazy for, for Social D fans in Southern California itself, because this, this is where they're from. Every fucking show was the same. Yeah. They did seven in, in Hollywood and seven in Orange County at the House of Blues, you know, in their respective yeah. cities. And every fucking show was the same. Even the things he said between no, the songs everything. was the same. No, right? everything. 100%. But yeah. you saw multiple times, because we would go to every single one of them. Yeah. And you would, because of K-Rock. I mean, I remember I brought them on stage, like, fucking 14 nights in a row dude that's awesome and you you would see the same assholes there everybody and everyone's fucking lived you know saying it along with him you know what i mean all the little fucking cute like i really wonder i mean it has to be a lot the repeat business for those shows like out of say there's 14 we call like the the average social distortion southern the average southern california social distortion fan how many of those shows did they Oh, see? man, come on. Like two, three? Oh, no. Do you, I'm, I'm, two, I'm saying I, average. I'm average, saying average, I'm like saying two average, and a half, three. Seven. Two in Hollywood and then two in OC. <laughs> At sure. minimum. At least one in the other space. Like uh, wherever you live, okay. if you live in Orange County, at least one in Hollywood. And if you live in LA, oh, no, at sure. least one in for Orange sure. County. Yeah. For sure. If you're a social D fan and, and fuck, you know social D fans, bro, they're doing at least... If you're from, like you said, you're from Orange County, you're doing two or three. And then one in Hollywood. At least one in Hollywood, if not two. And then hitting Saddle Ranch and fucking eating wings and drinking beers. <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? Like, but yeah, it's the same, same fucking show. But you want to know something? It was fun. It was the best. It was they, they, put out, they put on a great show. Yeah. They put on a great show. Mike Ness does his things up there licking the guitar and fucking Whatever, yeah. He's going to join Morrow in his dungeon. Yeah, he licks the mic and humps the guitar and does all that stuff. And like, <laughs> look at man. If I was, as I've said this a million times, I don't know if I've ever said it on here, 
but like as much of, as much of a butthole as I think Mike Ness acts like sometimes. Yeah. If every dude with grease in his hair and every woman with bangs thought I was God, I would, just, I would be so much worse than him. Like that, like, oh, yeah, I would are. be, yeah. I would be naked up there humping the guitar and licking, the, like <laughs> just doing whatever. I'm not even singing the song. Just like fuck, I'm not gonna sing them. You sing them, and I just wait. To, like so, he's fine. Like that. Like for a long time, I was like this motherfucker, and then I was like, you know what? Yeah, he's dude. Right. When you have, when you have, oh yeah, when you have people like that, bro. Like yeah, you do stupid shit. This was the king of Orange County. No, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? 100%. Like he's the king of Orange County. Yeah. And still lives in Orange County. Yep. So why, like, he's the fucking king. Like, get out of here. It's fine. Now, like, he'd be he cool to it. have on here. Of course Mike Ness would be cool to have on here. Yeah. Uh, you, know what, you know who else I want? <laughs> fucking Joe Biden. Like, but, not really, but I'm just saying, like, to me, Mike Ness and him are, uh, are the I same. I don't know, bro. No, I guess Mike Ness is a little closer, but yeah. still. I mean, uh, yeah, I know people that know Hey, him, man, why don't, yeah. you, why don't you start flexing that old K-Rock muscle? I don't know. Don't you got friends in fucking places? Uh, he, don't you got emails? K-Rock's like a bad word nowadays, sure. bro. Kind of. You I stopped listening. I, I don't listen no more. I took that shit off my preset. Damn, Mario my, fucking it took broke, it off. It broke my heart. What was the what was the straw that broke the camel's back on that? Because you're you're a fan, dude. I, dude, I'm diehard, dude. For the last twenty more fucking years, every morning with the Kevin and Bean show. Um, you know, after Bean left, I still listened. I still I loved you know the dynamics of what Kevin was with. Uh, with fucking uh, yeah. Kapanga's husband, I forget his fucking name, but Kapanga, yeah, um, boy meets boy meets world. Who's she married to? Fred Savage? Nah, no, no. <laughs> oh, no but her husband was on the on the morning show, yeah. and they had a fucking cool team, and I enjoyed. But once they got rid of Kevin, that kind of when like, that guy started rapping, come on, bro. Was <laughs> Who's a rapper? The that dude. He's a fucking. Uh, he's like a comedian writer. He's a comic. Uh, does a bunch of shit. I forget his fucking name. I'm gonna look he was just on the news, the last thing for like getting shrimp tails inside of his fucking uh, honey, uh, fucking toast crunch fucking cereal box from Costco. You know he planted that shit, bro. That's what a lot of people are saying. Yeah, he's a rapper, dude. Or he was doing some rap. Gen- oh, Jensen Car. Yeah, 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 there you yeah, go. That guy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That dude. That guy's married to Big Titty Topanga. Yeah, he's a Big Titties guy. Damn. Not only that, dude, he would rap every he, on Fridays. He would rap. The, the week. The week. Oh, Come look, on, If dude. there's anything, if there's, here's the list. You want to know my list of the best white rappers of all time? Here it goes. Eminem, number one. Pete Nice, number two. That's the list. <laughs> <laughs> and any other, like, and anybody, like, fucking. Beastie Boys? That, that, this is a very controversial as a group. topic. As a group. Sure. But the Beastie Boys, to me. They eventually became dope MCs, but they started out buttholes. Like License to Ill is the turdiest but, turd album. No, but that ever that was made. their that was their thing. No, this they was were, Russell. This was Russell Simmons fighting white boy puppets that he knew yeah. that he knew frat boys would love, and so he made a white boy frat group, and it was like, and they figured out. Well, that's why they left fucking Def Jam because they figured out that they were just clowns. That this fool Russell Simmons was just making clowns, and they went and made Paul's Boutique and became. At the beginning of dope, and also here's a fucking even more controversial take: the Beastie Boys didn't become dope until they left New York and came to L.A. 
And then they fucking they but when they moved out here started uh they, what was the extra large and they had the fucking store down when they started dressing like fucking how all the dudes in Echo Park dress now like that's when check your head check your head is when the fucking Beastie Boys became dope. I probably Paul's Boutique was cool. Paul's Boutique was sick. Paul's Boutique was cool, but no, th- these are not on my list of MCs. Get the fuck out of here. None of them, even though Ad Rock was fucking. So he has to, they have to be there, bro. Uh, I, you know what? I, he, no, no. Because then I got to put on. Cause then, list, yeah, yeah, list. it's my list. Because yeah. I got to start putting on other dudes. Like, you who? Know? like, like who? Post Malone. Which ah. I look. I okay. I agree, but that doesn't. Why? Because he plays no. instruments. So do the Beastie Boys. Well, no, but like he, be, a, he he totally changed. Right? Even he says it. he's not even like a rapper no yeah. more. Yeah, it seems like country or some shit. Never, never fucking was. But like, like I'm not about any of those fools. Yeah. I remember one of the happiest days. Um, this way, he wasn't. He wasn't obviously wasn't as big as he is now. But Machine Gun Kelly. So when I was working at the shop in Minnesota, whoever it, whoever represent whoever was representing him called the shop and was inquiring about doing a photo shoot inside the shop. And I was sitting with the owner. And the chick who answers the phone comes back to talk to the owner. She tells him what's happening. And he looks up and he goes, fuck no. And they were like, but they want to give you, they want to do this. They want to do this. He was like, I don't care. If they offer money. I don't care. Like, no, that will not give that dude any juice by getting like pictures taken here. Like unacceptable. And I was like, wow, I was proud to work there that day. Nice. <laughs> you know what? LP is fucking dope. You know, like. And it kills me because he's a fucking uh, the, this LP is the underground of the underground in New York, you know. And and I love fucking Run the Jewels. LP's on my list. God damn it! But like, he oh, is, now you're making exceptions. You know, look at Everlast. I'm. I still know all the lyrics to the first House of Pain album. I can if do you're it. putting Everlast on there, you're putting the Beastie. Well, Everlast's not going on there. That's the thing. I mean, he. You know what? He would go. And on LP there. is. Only became dope because of Run the Jewels. LP was dope back in the day. No, 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 underground dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But no, like, like he was, un, he was, un, he was an underground. No one killer. knew him until fucking Run the Jewels. Agreed. But this was—I mean, I knew who he was. I mean, you but know, you, yeah, you, you but know, this was under, under, I'm just saying, I give, I give, I give enough respect to LP as a producer and as a fucking, yeah, yeah. as an MC. No, they're that sick. Run the Jewels is fucking sick. Yeah, that fool's dope. But like my list is, and you know what? I will give Everlast more uh, credit too because a lot of people sleep on him or talk smack. Well, here's my problem, not my problem. Because he went into that Whitey Ford phase. Yeah, my problem is before that, when, before House of Pain, when this fool was leaning in to call, was like wearing boxer stuff and Everlast glove and like thought he was like an Italian gangster guy. Like that is when, because he was not always on this Irish bullshit. He was like, an, like, and then he was with Rhyme Syndicate with Ice-T's fucking yeah, yeah. shit for a while. Like this fool's not... You know, he's a transformer. Like, this fool had to go through many, gim- like a wrestler going through gimmick changes until he found, you know, his fucking deal. So. And it, 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 it hit. I mean, no, Evan, the fucking, uh, House Payne was dope. House Payne was cool. Like, House Payne was, like, when House that, was dope. it's, it's hard to find, like, as a white dude like hard white boys that aren't that isn't racist that isn't you know what i mean like because that all that automatically like starts falling into like skinhead shit or fucking like whatever white but like any kind of but isn't that an oxymoron like white supremacist rap uh, yeah of course but like but I, you know what I, I feel you too because you know it's hard to find a good mexican mc because a lot of them are just straight cholos. 
And, look, and they could be cholos. I know it's cool. If it was and, they dope, have their, and they have their if, genre. If it was dope, they could be cholos. But I like I watch Fools Got Wild. I see all the, like I see these dudes they put up that think they're dope. Yeah. And it's like this guy is hot garbage. You know what I you mean? You know what? And you know what? I've always do. This is back even when I mean when when it's I was so at, true though too. It's hard. Yeah. To when I was at K Rock, I ended up doing some uh, VJing for LA TV Live. And they always would write our scripts, and they would always want me to speak Spanglish. And I'm like, yo, dude. Every meeting, I would be like, yo, dude, I don't talk this way. Like, you you, you wanted me, because I was a host, not, not a host, I was a, a judge on one of their shows where they were doing, like, to, you know, to find a new VJ. Sure. Just like MTV was yeah. doing. They were doing the same shit. So I was one of the judges. Me and I can't remember. I think one of the guys from the Black Eyed Peas, that one Mexican dude that always is everywhere. I forget his name. Black Eyed Peas. There's not a Mexican dude in the Black Eyed Peas. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Whatever. I forget his name. Well, it's well. Will I am Apple to App and fucking what's his nuts? Exactly. What's his nuts? Uh, that dude has the best name too. God damn it! Now you're gonna make me fucking keep going. What's his nuts? Anyways, um, and then they asked me to be on. As well, you know, so I start doing it, and every time we're doing it, they're like, hey, do this. And I think that's the one thing with a lot of um, Mexican yeah. MCs is that they want to fucking add that into it. Just, sure. just, just do your shit, bro. Sure. You know, just do your shit. Taboo is that guy's name, though. Taboo? Yeah. Wow, well, one of them, dude. And one there's another them. guy that I don't know who that is. His name is J. Rolls. J. J. Ray Soul is that the guy who you're talking about? No, I don't know. One of them though, because I remember also doing some other like contests we did, and he was there, and he was hardcore rep in Mexico. I was Hilarious. like, damn, homie. My parents are from there. I ain't <laughs> ripping that hard, bro. <laughs> Shit. But it is. It's like, yeah, especially like I imagine being like uh, find like a Mexican MC. We the same thing as finding like a dope white MC who that's their thing. Like I'm white. Yeah. That's my thing. This is my raps about being. I was like, this is fucking lame. And same thing as a match. Like I'm fucking. I'm from South Central. It's like, come on, man. You know, I do like a little youngster, and he, he has some pretty good, pretty good hits. And uh, CNG out of Pomona. I don't know who that. Is. Oh, yeah. she's for, uh, well, I've got that sugar free. What he thinks of it? Yeah. If sugar but, free gives him the past, but he has though. like he ha- he does some old school style beats, but he's not he's not doing the whole like Spanglish or trying to like sure you know, like trying to fit in yes. something. He's just like, hey, I'm an MC, and that's what I do. That's here's my shit. And that's why I think that a lot of, you know, that's why we like, you know, like Snoop Dogg. That's why we like that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know, dude. I've never been into, like, any, like, immortal techniques, any of that shit, bro. Like, I, like, I, I mean, I like immortal technique just because I'm not, I'm not the biggest. Any of that I, shit. I no. like immortal technique as an idea more than I like him as an actual MC. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, I support most of the things that he's... I love that there's a radical leftist fucking dude out there fucking making shit happen. I love all that. But... Yeah. And then there's, and, a, there's a few underground guys that never made it huge that are pretty dope, you know? Uh, but, yeah, dude, it's hard to really find someone that breaks through. That's like when... Uh, that's why when OMD happened of Mexican Descent with fucking... Um, Two Max and oh, Two Max is dope. Well, yeah, Two Max, his his group OMD is when yeah. I first saw them at the fucking Good Life. Like Two Max is a dope MC, man. Yeah. Like that and doesn't get no credit. No, you know, no, absolutely not. We should I, get him, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, Two Max would be dope to you. Yeah, Two Max is dope. Shout out to Two Max, bro. I know you're listening. We're the number one fucking <laughs> podcast. Why would you not be listening, bro? <laughs> Two Max is dope. Yeah, <laughs> ah, man, a lot of great guys out there. We're just going through some of our list that we wish we'd have on here and are going to have on here. Yeah, yeah, we got to put it out there. We got to throw it out there, man. Um, let's see who else. <laughs> <laughs> 
whoever we get, it's going to be obviously on the number one live podcast show on Tuesday nights, the West Coast Pop Lock Podcast. Catch us across all your social medias and wherever you get your fucking podcast from. And not to mention our our local music experience family. Every week, Wednesday, 8 a.m., and 4 p.m. Get it, Johnny. So you either you could on your way to work, on your way home, or if you just you, you don't have to have a job, you can listen whenever you want to on Wednesdays. You could be doing whatever you want to, working out, fucking eating breakfast. What else do you do at 8 a.m. and 4? Taking a shit, like whatever is going on in your life at 8 a.m. and 4 p.m. on Wednesdays, you be listening to us. But if you're listening right now. That don't mean shit because you're, you're already here. So this isn't for you. This is just me fucking going on crazy. Yeah, man. We, we're the number one podcast in jail. You know, people sneak in Hell their phones. Yeah. And Do they you listen to us know how, much, how happy it would make me this, if someone just pops up right now at just a number like a prison number? Oh, <laughs> There's fools right yeah, now. Yeah, it's like, oh, oh yeah. I'm inside. Fuck it. I'm on my, I got my burner phone. <laughs> this guy on his burner phone right now making like a hot Cheeto burrito or some bullshit. <laughs> Some jail food shit Thank with his homies Making right that spread, uh, yeah. man. Yeah, making yeah. that, like, spread. spread. They just made the burrito. Now they're chopping it up. Oh, hurry up, guys. It's fucking the number one live podcast. They're doing it, bro. Oh, that's awesome. That's Bruno. Kind of yeah. Making oh, that yeah. fucking toilet wine. Hell yeah. <laughs> sipping it up right now. Listen to the number one. <laughs> Hell yeah. Every week, they're like, hey, yo, Tuesday, you got that wine ready, man? Hell we got to yeah. listen to that fucking podcast. Yeah, I got to fucking cheek this fucking battery. Dude, <laughs> I, my shit's running out. I like the sound of all of it. (laughs) There we go. Number one live podcast every Tuesday night. Replays on the local music experience. Eight and four. We out. The number one live show in the world. Let's go. Spotlight Podcast. Coming to you from Big Studios in Compton, California. Featuring radio personality Super Steve Flores. Comedian extraordinaire, that dude Johnny C. And Mr. I'll do anything for a buck, Mario 81. So throw your dubs in the air and let's